let's begin. Hello, everyone. Okay, we are coming to our interview. It is, is it, it is Eve. This is Tracy. Hello. Hi. Uh, today we invite a great translator to our interview, and let's see what English major students look like in the translation translation industry. Welcome, Miss Chang. Could you please introduce yourself? Okay, hi everybody. This is Amanda. Uh, I'm I'm currently working as an in-house interpreter and translate a uh, translator in CSSC, China Shipbuilding Industrial Corporation, uh, which has merged last year with uh, CSSC, China State Shipbuilding uh, Corporation. Um, so. It's a it's a state-owned enterprise, so it's a bit rigid, and uh, most of the time I'm in, I translate technical documents in the marine industry. I recently I do uh, some translation uh, also on the ISO standards, uh, some classification uh, classification rules by DNVGL, or uh, you know. Uh, the Lloyds or you know other classification societies and uh, so so far I'm enjoying my work but uh, I've been not spoken English for a while so um, forgive oh, me for accent <laughs> okay uh, wow it, it really takes a lot of efforts to be a translator and uh, when a translator starts working, she or he maybe still have to face many difficulties at the beginning of the job. So, do you want to share some interesting experiences about the difficulties when you started your job? And how did you overcome these difficulties? Okay, uh, so for one thing, I I need to tell you an interesting anecdote. Years ago, when I was just a graduate from CISO, I was uh, the on the interpretation team for the Israeli delegation to Shanghai, and uh, there is a prime minister, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, and uh, there are his sons and his security team. I actually working very closely with their security team and the Shanghai Public Security Bureau. And uh, well, at that time, you know, uh, all these top diplomats and interpreters from M the Ministry of Foreign Affairs is also there. And uh, uh, on their second day there, I think they have this big fancy dinner on boat along the Huangpu River. Wow. And uh, yeah. So there are three three decks on the sh on the boat. Uh, the first deck, the top deck, is for the family of Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister, and uh, and the the second deck is for the diplomats. A lot of people, a big crowd, and since I have been uh, working very closely with their with his security team, and so uh, one of the security officer told me, do you want interpreter for Benjamin Netanyahu this evening? You, you may have heard him to order or talk 
to him anything but i just get to panic you know i i think i i consider myself to be a very brave and courageous girl i have been interpreter on many industrial bad contacts and uh, i i work with a lot of men usually i'm the only girl there so i never get chicken fitted but that day i you know i think too much i so i run to the bathroom on the second floor and i i shut i shut it shut it off and uh, i think what should i say should i say should i recite uh, you know about architecture on the bond the history but but my mind just go blank so uh, so i came out of the bathroom and told this uh, officer that uh, i think uh, i will pass it i will go back to the hotel and uh, you know pass up the opportunity and uh, that's the experience i want to tell you about the experience that i feel to rise to the occasion and not the the things i actually do um, so yeah years later i may visit uh, uh, singapore norway and uh, visit many many accomplished uh, companies or official agencies but uh, i never f- forget that incident that day when i think too much and uh, lose that opportunity i didn't do anything you know so so for me the lesson here for you is just to do it uh you know you 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 can bear the consequences there's nothing to lose yes the job opportunity and uh, how to overcome the this kind of difficulty is very important for us and uh, we must hold our chance to anything that they can prove right yes yes you, they can all be our stepping stones <laughs> this uh, uh, it takes time experience to be a great interpreter and or a translator it, you, you need to build your experiences and uh, you know that kind of opportunity don't come to you every day you don't get to meet the prime minister of another country so i haven't been on that level since 2013 so it's like seven years mm. but you look so young wow <laughs> oh wow. thank you <laughs> thank you for the compliment <laughs> I'm really happy to see your youthful face and uh, it make me feel young again. <laughs> and next question, Tizi. Um I know most of us are preparing to apply uh, to apply for a graduate university. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us some uh, suggestions about if we want to be translators in the future? what a senior students at uh, undergraduate level should do if we really need to take part in the china accreditation uh, test for translators and uh, interpreters mm-hmm. that um, that's a important uh, test for uh, translators and uh, interpreters okay Okay, thank you for your question. I think uh, uh, let's think about in two ways. First, uh, if you want to, uh, you know, at this 
at the summit, you want to start from someone higher. I think you need to get a master's degree, maybe in Montreal or Bath University. You know, one of the top universities that uh, will train you really well to prepare you for the most demanding occasions, such as the interpretation jobs at the United Nations. And if you have that ambition and capability, you better try. I I I, I suggest that you should try because uh, once you get in the field, there's a lot of soldiers and competitors. It's a very tough market, and uh, it really takes a lot of efforts and luck to get to the top, or even to stay there to get a footing in the industry. So. So I suggest you better apply and try to get a position there and get a rigorous training, either in interpretation or translation, if you want to uh, be a real professional and uh, and get a better chance for for maybe uh, for better opportunities. And uh, the second, if you just uh, don't want to go for master degree and you just want to go for work. And you can build up your experiences from small projects, from from inconsequential projects, and uh, in that way, you can accumulate industry experience. Many interpreters, or even the simultaneous interpreters I know, they will usually start working in an industry, such as as a marketing assistant in the cybersecurity industry, and uh, gradually. They can be inter- interpreter in that area, like uh, cybersecurity, or uh, in the AI or IT. So, in the fin- financial fintech. Mm, so I think uh, if you get uh, or you if you get uh, banking experience, and uh, you can working in the be a financial interpreter. Trust me, it's very, very uh, the very specific, specific the industry and the, each industry they have their term terms so 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 i believe there are two ways first you can get a master degree and uh, for uh, for rigorous training second you can do it my way maybe accumulate experiences by doing and by you know taking part in every projects or anything you you have a chance to do wow so i hope i yeah my answer answers your question i i sometimes i get a little bit uh, uh, far-fetched please uh, cr- get me on the right track okay i i think i think your uh your 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 uh, your uh, share is very clear that if we want to be a greater translator you, we must uh, choose uh, one field, one specific field, right? Mm-hmm. That we interest, yeah. and then we must hold uh, hold our master degree and uh, maybe the um, the applica- application of the translator or its CATI, C-A-T-T-I, like uh, this. Yeah, yeah. Hold this yes. yeah. right? To join the company which we like, we're interested in one field. And then we can protect. We, we can do some exercise in this field and uh, and uh, uh, accurate and uh, have some experience in this field. Then we can go to the further right in the future. 
Yes, yes. Take me for example. I get the KT level two for interpreters in 2014, and、uh, it helped me land my current job. And、uh, I think uh, uh, the the sooner, the earlier you get this certification, the better. Because after level two, there's level one. And、uh, if you want to work in the system, you know what I mean. If you want to work as a civil servant or in the state-owned enterprise, then you need to have this,、uh, you know, 职称 So it、uh, is linked to your. Retirement salary and、uh, your status in the company. So you need to do it early because we have these、um, time、uh, year gaps. You know, five years after you get your、uh, catchy level two, then you can apply to be. Uh, uh, you can you may pass the catchy level one, but you still need、uh, the years of experience that that is required by the authorities. You know, to get so,、uh, the proper posting, yeah. So, uh, there, so is there any difference between level two and、uh, level one? Uh, they say that it is said that、uh, Katy level two is about, uh, uh it's about ten years of translation experiences. I'm、wow. not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think、uh, you you can you can give it a try. There's even Katy level three, so I think you 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 can pass Katy level two, but it's getting harder and harder each year. It's maybe even more difficult than TMH, and、uh, it's、uh, it's more recognized. So it 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 really show to your potential employer that、uh, you are capable of doing this job. If you pass Katy level two, then you you are able to do the general. A、uh, conference. Uh, you can be a conference consecutive interpreter in general conferences, but not、uh, technical, too technical conferences. Yes. And、uh, for Katy Level One, I think、uh, you can you can try to sign up for it after you pass your finish your masters in Bath University. You know, so. That takes really like five、uh, hundred hours of trainings, I think at least. So、well, it's very difficult for us to get the Cat Two because you you said, uh, your your class or your school only passed two, passed two students in Cat Two in Shanghai Foreign Language University. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and it's getting harder and harder. But、uh, trust yourself. You, you can. You know. You, you just keep trying. Yes. And I, I think we need to spend more and more time on this the test. Hmm. Yeah. There are some. Uh. There are some textbooks, and there are some. You know, government reports, and、uh, they are testing mainly international trade and foreign relations and the financial policies. So they got you. You need to check their、uh, past、uh, exam papers and、uh, do it, and you 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 will feel it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, so okay, okay, Tansy. <laughs> wow. 
so before taking the test uh, we still need to um, do many exercises that's right wow i think uh, this may be still difficult uh, uh sorry could you repeat your question i i lost some of the signals okay so before um, taking the test uh, when uh, students uh, still need to uh, do many exercises, that's right. Yes, even even me. I tell you to tell you the truth. I'm still preparing for uh, CAT level one. Last year, I sit for the simultaneous interpretation and the consecutive interpretation. I I feel very closely. So I'm still I'm trying it again this year. So don't give up. I'm <laughs> thank you for your yeah. suggestion. Thank you for your advice. And uh, mm, uh, I know uh, after grad after you graduated from the university, you you have you have the about seven years job experience, right? Yeah. So yes. Could you please share your uh, job experience? Uh, not only just in the translate translator industry, but how you overcome these difficulties uh, from one job to the translation industry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think. Uh, thank you for your question. I really like this question, and uh, I think there are some universal skills or transferable skills. No matter which job you do, there's certain skills that can transfer from one job to another. So right after I graduated, uh, I went to a, a, a joint college between China and Hong Kong and in Zhuhai. So I was a teaching assistant there and my boss is an American writer. Uh, in that school, English is the only medium of instruction. Um, so I'm I'm forced to to make many foreign friends and uh, talk with them during the coffee break, during the bus ride to school, and so I think uh, you get more fluent uh, from that exposure. And uh, and and also there are some international writers workshop, and uh, there are writers from South Africa, from America and also from Philippines. So um, my boss asked me to host such events, which give me the opportunity to, to get uh, the lit literary skills and uh, to, um, yeah, so, so through the talking, I can learn about their logic and their ideas for writing. So words are no longer just words, they are ideas connected so it's easier it's better uh, for you to master the language and I also because my because the school is still in China and there the parents I, I can't speak English so in in during the big conference with the parents and the professors so I work as a liaison interpreter that means I only interpreter for my boss I speak to his ears so, so I was forced to be a simultaneous interpreter, although it's called Erui mm. Tongchuan. And uh, I, 
yeah, that experience uh, and his encourage. I think I do a very nasty job, but uh, but he encouraged me and he says, "Well done, Amanda." I don't know. Um, so he's very grateful and very very uh, very appreciative. So that gave me more confidence uh, to do to do more job and to take more responsibilities. Then because my boyfriend was in Shanghai, I came back to Shanghai and. Uh, uh, actually, uh, there are many foreign enterprises in Shanghai. One, uh, this one I get is uh, it's a Finland. It's the top three ICT companies. ICT means uh, uh, like Huawei, as information communication and technology. So it's the top three ICT company in Finland, uh, a Norwegian uh, country, but. Uh, Mm, their business in China is not uh, flourishing. They are doing so-so because they, it's very competitive and uh, a lot of vendors already came and established their place. So I was working as a marketing assistant and also assistant to the president in China. And so we visit a lot of uh, local partners and uh, local partners and customers and during that process i have to interpret their ppts sometimes i tell you one skill because my boss he doesn't prepare his ppt very early and i remember we made a trip from shanghai to hangzhou to visit china telecommunication and he just presented ppt which is my first conference i have no idea i never see that ppt and I just joined the company for literally two days. So even though the things, uh, the products he talked about is very simple, I couldn't deliver it, deliver it very well. I understand every word, but I don't understand the meaning. And I think that meeting was a failure. <laughs> and he even told the uh, CEO in Finland that um, it was the interpreter's fault. But I, I, I but if eventually they closed the business in in China. They call it uh, structural um, readjustment, you know. But the, I got compensation, and then uh, luck as luck would have on my side, I have two uh, interviews on the same day. I I got two offers. One is from the American company, the Oracle. Uh, Oracle and uh, the other is uh, the my current company but in Oracle I work for like um, six months uh, because I think they may do the st structuring restructuring again and I will lose my job again I, I need my sense of security also my family wants me to be in this uh, permanent job you know so uh, but in Oracle I learn a lot of things and uh, I know that uh, whether business can succeed or not uh, isn't really how they do it, but uh, how the uh, regulatory landscape and uh, how this uh, business environment, how people's perceptions and even price may be a very Im important factors that can determine that uh, they, they stay or they leave. Maybe 10 years ago, Oracle is a very, like e EMC, Oracle, these companies are very great, but now, and they offer very high salaries, but nowadays, I think uh, uh, even in my current job, I get more pay than Oracle. So, but Oracle, they have a good thing, even uh, very junior staff, like uh, 
entry level staff they can uh, they can if they go on business trip they will stay in five star hotels at least and uh, yeah so you got the equal treatment that's very nice and uh, in the state and owned enterprise you feel more hierarchy you feel you know yeah so so that that's my jobs and uh, and uh, yeah in oracle my boss is from taiwan and my boss's boss is from Singapore and uh, so we need to speak English and uh, we visit uh, these uh, bankers we visit uh, the merchant bank in Shenzhen also, also the big headquarters but they have the basal uh, you know they have a lot of banking terms which is totally confusing and uh, I did it my first conference interpreter well at the uh, Hebei Rural Commercial Bank RCB one of the banking we sell the uh, uh, you know, call banking system to them. My boss encouraged me. And you know, what's good thing is like, uh, you always get uh, encouragement and uh, admiration. It builds up your confidence. And okay. so, yeah, but in Shenzhen Commercial Bank, actually I didn't do very well, but my boss said, uh, he will ask a sales engineer to train me so that I will be a kick-ass interpreter in the <laughs> industry so i really love their attitude you know these great men they came long for a reason because they help their co-workers and instead of undermining them or you know judging them so i really love my uh, working experience I, I really love these people yeah okay thank you for your sharing uh and in your summary you said uh i think from your words, it is very it is really has a relation a close relationships between the interpreter and the translator, and yeah. uh, we can do this both at the same time at the same time, and uh, um, and I, I I heard that you you said your uh, the pay you, you said the next next company pay you more and I want could you pay, could could I um. Could you please share to us the salary in general in the in this industry? I think it is a very interesting <laughs> questions for yeah. us. Okay, I see. As you know, uh, I'm working as in-house interpreter, uh, translator, and also there is uh, there may be three types of translators. One is in-house, the other is freelancer. You may start your own companies, or you just uh, work as an individual and. Uh, taking out jobs and also third there is this uh, uh, yeah I think there's basically two type maybe and so as an in-house interpreter you must know your place like uh, you are the technical support bureau you are not the man you are not sales and you are not uh, these uh, uh, money machines so your technical service your pay in your organization is not is definitely not the highest maybe but in the middle middle to top uh, so for me uh, for me i think within my organization my salary is is just maybe right above the middle or even in the middle or uh, it has something to do with also my working years and uh, in shanghai because it's a tier one uh, tier one city and i think uh, the the starting salary maybe i think uh, 10,000 RMB mm -hmm. for a postgraduate. I'm not sure for undergraduate. 
maybe less, but uh, a top interpreter, a top translator can earn as high as 50,000 RMB a month. And uh, so for me, I'm I'm in the middle. I I think uh, it, my salary not only depends on my own performance, but also depends on how many extra projects I take on, like the interpretation jobs I do abroad or in some training center training centers. We do the training for the navy. So so if you do more, you get paid more, and if the if the if my your company in general do do well, then you get better pay. Mm, for this year, due to the coronavirus pandemic, mm-hmm. and uh, the business is affected because you cannot travel. So, so maybe there it would take a cut at your annual salary. So, I think, uh, yeah, the salary part is uh, what's interesting is I start my job with my salary in that university. University is uh, being famous for low salary. It's five k. After two years, still five k. So I quit that job and came to Shanghai, and immediately it doubled, and um, immediately it doubled. But still, it's not very high. And uh, now I think it doubled what uh, when I came to Shanghai. What I get when I came to Shanghai. So it's about. Uh, uh, it's it's twenty five thousand twenty five thousand k, uh, yeah, in total, yeah, last year I think. I think that is a very high salary. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> compared with the computer engineering, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, um. Can we know that if there is a big, uh, a really big gap in translators' income between Chinese and the broad enterprise, uh, and uh, between private and center prices, and uh, um, can we know why there is such a big gap? Before we, uh, uh, when when we are preparing for uh, our interview, you tell me uh, there is a very big gap. So I want to know the reason. Okay, I think uh, uh, so. Uh, on the regional level, there is a big gap between between Shanghai and the other cities in in China, maybe like uh, to tier two cities like Zhengzhou, my hometown. And also there's a big gap between Shanghai and Hong Kong, maybe because in Hong Kong in general, maybe an interpreter like me, we earn like uh, 40 to 50, uh, to 50 thousand K uh, a month. I think that uh, happens, has something to do with the economic level in that region. But you know, when I left uh, Oracle, I have uh, two candidates. I'm interview interviewing my re- replacement for my boss, and uh, these uh, there's girls from Taiwan, and uh, they ask a salary less than what I'm paid. So in Taiwan, people are paid less than in Shanghai. But in Shanghai, I asked my boss, why don't you hire in Hong Kong? I think they must speak better English or. 
he, my boss told me, and、uh, if we hire someone like you, our interpreter or translator in Hong Kong is double your pay. So whatever your qualifications, you in Hong Kong you get better pay. So many people in Oracle, you know, the engineers, they will just get a Hong Kong permanent residence、uh, permit, and、uh, they, their salary will double. And、uh, it's not that fair, but、uh, I think in Hong Kong maybe the housing price is much higher, so、mm-hmm. it it makes sense in a、uh, in a certain in a certain way.、Mm. You also mentioned about the the regional difference, right?、Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I I kind of forget your second part of your question. Uh, maybe in the difference. The difference, the differences from the foreign and the chi 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 and the ch- China in this、uh, okay. field.、Mm. In this uh, because I mainly I may not be able to answer your that question because I mainly work in China only. And even when I'm really on missions abroad,、uh, I'm still paid by Chinese companies, maybe、oh. with some. Nurses, so I can't really say, but I can feel maybe there is big gap because in Shanghai, for poor southern words, poor southern Chinese words, we our regular price I think is uh it's three hundred. It's like the same as seven years ago when I left the school. So this in this market is not.、Uh, That healthy, I think. But within my organization, we charge other departments like three、uh, hundred RMB per thousand words, and because we also have, we have also have like one point five million of、uh, subsidies from the, yeah, from the company. So, so it's like it's an in, inside price. But I know that there, my teacher, she is a professor in CISO. And、uh, she gets paid like、uh, if she gets her name published, then she will charge like six hundred. But if not, for the general business proposals or technical documents, she will charge one thousand. If she does, 就是署名和不署名的价格是不一样的。呃、uh, ，But I still think, yeah, it's、uh, don't do it for money. Do it for for his your passion, for because you can still use your language. You can still、uh, explore in more depths. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay.、So、really, really, really. Thank you for your sharing about your job experience and your suggest suggestion in this uh, uh, translation industry.、Uh, and I think we we really have a. Great, great talking about this、uh, interview. And、uh, do you have any suggest、uh, advice, or do you have any questions to our audience? They 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 are here, and uh, uh, do you want to ask them some questions, or do you want to、uh, give us some advice? My advice is don't be a translator. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why?、Uh, I think.、Yeah. Uh, It requires great delegation,、uh, delegation, and great efforts, and、uh, and you you need to keep honing your skills. But eventually,、uh, as you are the technical support department, 
and uh, you will not get that much of a high pay, and you will soon hit your professional ceilings. So it may be a good starting point for you to go to other other jobs or positions. But if you want to do it for a lifetime, a lifetime job, and you need to consider your 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 family's income, and you need to balance. Because, like uh, in my family, if I just depend on my salary, I cannot uh, buy apartment in Shanghai. I need to. So, because my husband, she he works in Alibaba as a coder, so he works harder and uh, much more, even though he's just undergraduate. Uh, so, so you need to balance. But、uh, in this job, I get more free time. I can get off work at 5 p.m. usually. I go to work at. So I have more time for my family, and especially after uh, uh, a baby is born. So, which is essential. Maybe it's a, it's not question for you now, but、uh, and in general, being a translator, you don't have to work with other people. So, so if you 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 want to, you know, just、uh, do、no. things on your yeah, secret.、No. <laughs> It depends on your personality type and、uh, what you want, and you want to, you know, family、uh, work balance and、uh, yeah, the income distribution in your family. So, hmm. Hmm. Okay. And just think through. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> If anyone wants to ask some questions to Miss Chen. Maybe our interview is very detailed. <laughs>、okay. Yes. Maybe they are sleeping because we can't see their face. <laughs> I think、okay. our interview can help us if we want to be translator in the future. Yes. Yes. And if you、uh, want to ask me any questions, and you can also pass my WeChat around. I'm more than happy to share my experience or, you know, my disadvantage with you. Thank you. Amanda, you don't know what you just offered. You don't know how many people will go to you. Yeah, I would.、Um, I hope hope there will be people. Otherwise, I would feel embarrassed. Really. <laughs> It must be on the view. Okay, and uh, uh, no questions, and uh, no, and we give our all advices. So、um, today is our in、uh, translator translation industry interview, and thank you again to our Miss Chen for sharing her information about the translation translation industry, and thank you again, and uh, uh, if. Anyone wants to pass? I mean, if anyone wants to、uh, have the、uh, Miss Chen's WeChat,、uh, you can tell me, and I can send、uh, her, her, her WeChat to you, and you can、uh, check with her.、Uh, and thank you again. And、uh, that's thank all. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a great honor. Thank you for having.、Me. Thank you, you so much. Yeah, yeah. How? Yeah. Yeah. How? Thank. 拜拜，拜拜，拜拜。